Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bitly and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheFires.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Time for some social studies, your favorite subject of the day. And here's Woo! your teacher, Professor Cazell. That's Dr. Kazelti. Oh, sorry. JK, that's my dad. That's not me. <laughs> if he had it his way, I also would have been Dr. Kazel, but I am not smart enough. Welcome <laughs> into social studies, everyone. If you were a doctor and you were doing this, <laughs> we would have a problem. <laughs> shut up, Jared. Shut up, Jared. <laughs> if I were a doctor, I wouldn't get to yell, shut up, Jared, every day. That's true. Oh, what a blessing. All right. Welcome into social studies. We're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore Murata. Go ahead and give us a follow if you haven't already. Tim Ring, what is your Twitter account? At your Twitter handle? Tim Ring TV. At Tim Ring TV. Our I should change it to at Tim Ring Radio these yes. days. Yes. should. <laughs> or make it sound really big. At, at Tim Ring Media. Media mogul, The baby. ring of all media. King of all media. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, our personal accounts are linked in the bio. And then at Tim Ring TV if you want to find any of us there. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns, of course. Uh, three games left for the Suns. They've got the Nuggets tonight. They have the Lakers. And then they have the Clippers to round out the season. So the Suns have uh, locked in the fourth seed. The Nuggets have locked in the top seed. And then the Grizzlies and the Kings are still circling each other for the two and the three. Of these four options, guys, whose minutes most need to be managed during the final three games of the regular season? Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, or play everyone like you usually would? I wish I had like a more convicted answer or attitude on this. I don't know. It is, it is an experiment. If I have to pick one of those options... Chris Paul is my is my answer. Okay. Because, you know, we've seen the effects of long playoff runs, what happens to Chris Paul, what can happen. I don't know if it's the correct thing to do, but yeah, that that's my answer. I mean, we're talking about like four days. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, Through Sunday. I, I I would say Chris Paul as well. Really, but Keep Durant in bubble wrap too yeah, while we're at it. Exactly. I mean, well, that's, and I wonder that's what makes it difficult. Stop wonder, jumping and blocking shots, KD. Stay on the ground. <laughs> we love the highlight. It was great. The oohs and ahs were fantastic. I wonder if it's, uh, you know, with the, with the back-to-back tonight and tomorrow, home and road, I wonder if it's, all right, you guys are playing tonight. You guys are playing tomorrow. Let's work through it this way. I, I don't know. Maybe they play a half tonight, or maybe they kind of play tonight, and then that's it. Like, nothing nothing tomorrow, nothing Sunday, and away we go. Yeah. Okay. Whose minutes most need to be managed in the final stretch of the regular season? It is clear for our voters, 50% say Chris Paul. Keep that man managed. 20% say Kevin Durant. Or excuse me. 22% say play everyone like normal. Oh, wow. 20% say Kevin Durant. Only 9% say manage Devin Booker's minutes. Apache Jedi Bear says we need to continue building familiarity and continuity with the team. Hence his vote for play everyone like normal. Nicholas Blackiston says what if you played everybody 20 to 25 minutes per game to keep them all in rhythm but not overdo it or take unnecessary injury risks? What do you guys think about that approach? 
Again, I don't I don't have any of the answers here. Nope. Nobody on the planet has these answers. <laughs> no. Well, what about Seabacher 44? His answer is Devin Booker is peak right now, so he needs to rest a little bit and get fresh for the playoffs. And then finally, Stuff and Things says Booker, KD, and Chris Paul all should play minimal minutes until the playoffs. All three of them are injury prone. Is Devin Booker injury prone? No, I don't think so. But, I mean, then you're operating under the assumption, oh, if they only play 10 minutes a game, that completely eliminates the possibility of injury. No, it doesn't. I wish it was like a video game where you could just go into options and shut injuries off. Yeah. You could make the case that the injury risk far outweighs any jellying that will be done in these next three games. Yeah, because... Put them in street clothes for the rest of the regular season. certainly make that These case. next three games. And then if they come out rusty, everybody's going to say, why do they rust everyone? Oh, but, but, they be, but here's the deal with the rust issue. I agree with the rust issue, but the fact that they got to take a week off anyway. Yeah. Yeah. These next three days, like who cares? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the Arizona Cardinals, a team that is not getting ready for the postseason right now. Uh, Dark Times, the Michael Bidwell report um, and then response from an external PR firm. That was, what's today, Thursday? That came out Tuesday then, was it? Uh, A story about the workplace at the Arizona Cardinals, how Michael Bidwell interacts with his employees, that sort of thing. Uh, and then uh, cheating allegations as well, which I guess they're not necessarily allegations because the Cardinals acknowledged it and said, yeah, there were burner phones. But as soon as we found out about it, we, we went and snatched them up. I put out a question on my personal account that we are making into a social studies question today, asking Cardinals fans whether you're being sincere or sarcastic. What is the best part of being a Cardinals fan right now? <laughs> um, the new uniforms. I, look, a lot of people probably went there. They we, did, but we can don't know we the, celebrate them until we know how they no, look? No, we don't. No, be careful what you wish ah. for. It could be one of those cases. It could be all yellow, babe. Can you imagine, <laughs> after like a decade or however long of pushing for new unis, those suck too? Buddha Baker oh just gosh. tweeted out a picture of a yellow dot and people lost their mind. It was the moon. It was a moon. It was a full moon last night. Was it? Yes, he even responded to it and said... Oh, I didn't even see that. He even responded to it and said, like, it's a moon, LOL, or whatever. That's hilarious. I know. There are moons on the uniform, you know how these players, these cryptic players operate. They love to push our buttons. But I I noticed in my post-Seder walk last night, I noticed that it was a big, bright, full moon last night. Walking off all that food, huh, Jared? Delightful. (laughs) Okay, so what do you guys think? What's the best part of being a Cardinals fan right right now? Whether you're serious or snarky. It's hard... Uh, it's a hard time. I think dark times is a good way, uh, as you said it, Sarah. But, you know, fresh beginnings. This team was in such a, a need of change after last year and, and maybe the most tumultuous year that any football team's had in a while. Yeah. Um, so to get fresh blood, Jonathan Gannon, new coaching staff, new front office, to me, it's ground zero right now. You can only build up from here. Yeah, hey, money, awesome port. I want to... Like a lot of people, I want to. I'm not sold on John Gannon yet because why? How could I be? Sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, you could say the same thing about Monty Asimport, but I'm, okay. I'm excited about a new direction in the front office, right? New blood to actually build a football team. Uh, I'm excited about a top five draft pick. I think they're going to have another top five draft pick next season. Mm. Are they are they in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, Vinny? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 
That'd be something. That would be that something sure to look would. forward to. We're not quite there yet. Got a tweet about that about 10 minutes ago that they are. We'll see about that. Oh, okay. But there's, some, there's something there to, to build on with a new front office, a new coaching staff, and maybe it was definitely a top five pick this year yep. and maybe a top five pick again next year. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So we, we have 200 responses from Cardinals fans. <laughs> 200. David said, I think knowing that we are going to see a new concept due to the changes, you know, in the front office, head coach, GM, etc. It wasn't working, and now we know why this is a new start. Best part of being a fan right now from my name doesn't matter, getting to watch Kyler Murray play at quarterback. Well, you don't even have that. You'll have to wait a little bit longer, but that's okay. <laughs> Michael Hernandez says the best part of being a Cardinals fan right now is I reluctantly renewed my season tickets. I'd been planning on relocating seats for years to get closer to the field. Hey, now I'm able to get closer to the field with so many people not renewing. <laughs> There's that. Jake the Snake says, I know it can't get any worse, even though it absolutely can. <laughs> Howdy Pilgrim says, all I'm doing right now is making sure that when the Cardinals crawl out of this mess, the world is going to know I've been here the entire time. That's all I've got with crying emoji. That's there from is, Howdy Pilgrim. There is solace in that, too. And I remember how longtime Cardinal fans reacted when they won the NFC Championship game when they beat the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. It was like, yep, I've been here, and I'm going to let everybody know exactly. about it, that I was one of those idiots in Sun Devil Stadium, 20,000 exactly. fans strong, sweating my butt off. Buda Baker got a few yeah. shout-outs as well. As, as he should. I, I have to read Clint's uh, response. Clint from Tulsa said, the best part of being a Cardinals fan right now is living in the warm knowledge that one day, the sweet relief of death will take me away from this hell of constantly being disappointed. <laughs> that I is not like that, that is not my burner account. No, it sure sounds like you though. I did. But have I think that I have oh a friend gosh. in Tulsa, Oklahoma now. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> the best part is I'm going to die someday, and I don't have to watch the team. Thank you, That's Sarah. Basically, what he said. Thanks to everybody who uh, chimed in on social studies. Coming up next, are the Suns ready for the playoffs? Can they get there? And how about other teams in this mix in the Western Conference? We'll get into all of it next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader featuring more Tim Ring. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Honestly, I don't have those answers um, because the only thing I do know is we have not had the ability to play um, meaningful game minutes to collectively as a unit um, as long as we would have liked uh, because of circumstance, injury, and things of that nature. Um, but we've been playing better, and, and so we have to balance rhythm and rest. Uh, but we, we need opportunities to play good basketball against good teams. Um, it's not just about rest. You can be rested, um, and you can play poorly. Um, so we just have to strike that balance. But I expect us to figure it out in the coming days. James Jones on with Burns and Gambo yesterday on figuring things out. I, I had a little anxiety there. You played the song. I thought I had to do a Vinny's view, Jared. Yeah, I saw your face. It's like, is he ready? <laughs> uh, there's not been a lot of experience, and I looked at the, the, the five person lineup earlier and that five person lineup would be the starters that they've been rolling out there Kevin Durant Josh Okoge DeAndre Ayton Chris Paul Devin Booker they played 110 minutes total okay Josh Okoge might be the guy who sees playing time fluctuate in the playoffs 
your big four of Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker, they have played far less than 110 minutes uh, together. In fact, I I can't even find it. Uh, There it is. Chris Paul to Kevin Durant. No, they played 133 minutes together, uh, those, those four. So... That's basically what you're you're rolling the dice on, okay? In 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 the playoffs, is that how ready, how equipped is that four person lineup, um, which will get more time together? There's been a lot of staggering of minutes, and that's the way things work in the regular season. But those minutes get tightened up in the postseason. How ready is that foursome to handle what's being thrown at them? I think really the question is how much more ready are they going to be by playing in these next couple of games. And I say couple because I don't... A Sunday home game against L.A., 12.30, matinee, mm-hmm. pretty sure nobody's going to play in that game of note, right? I mean, is that... Th- I would think. Right? Yeah. So we're really talking about these next two games, one of them on the road at Staples against the Lakers. I mean, if you're James Jones and Monty Williams... With that fourth seed locked up, I mean, they would never live it down if one of the big four got hurt tonight or tomorrow night. Absolutely. They would never live it down. So you have to ask yourself, what's more important, risking injury or letting these guys, you know, get a little more time together to gel? They've been gelling pretty well. They haven't lost a game yet together. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be in street clothes for all three games, but at some point you really have to you have to really weigh what well, how, much, how much better how much better are well, we going to get? Well, let me ask yeah. you a question. They're undefeated with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Do you think though that they actually look great? That they that they've really been as good as they could be, as good as they should be. That they've been gelling and looking. They've been winning these games. They haven't been blowing anybody out really, and. They don't look completely in rhythm. No, there's, there's still room to grow before you, it really, really counts. How much can you, you think? can you grow to the the levels you're talking about, Jarrett? In in three games against opponents, quite honestly, I don't think Denver's going to. Right. I, their their injury report just came out, and they got six play, six key players on the injury report. You know, how much are you going to? Solve by just going through the motions against guys wearing uniforms. Under the cloud of injury risk. Mm-hmm. How much better are you going to get in the next 72 hours under the cloud of injury risk? Yeah. That, that, that's the question. I agree, Jared. No, they're, they're, they're not a finished product, pro, project, product. I mean, they're, they're, there's work to be done, but now they're, they're essentially out of time. They have three more games. Playoffs are going to start in just over a week. The ideal situation... They have nothing to play for. Is, ...is go back to when the trade was made. And everybody said, all right, Kevin Durant's going to be back on this date. What's that going to look like? And we were looking at about 20 games. That was a you know, one-fourth of a season. That's a lot. Now we're looking at, look, at 10 games, half of that, potentially. And... You know, there was a gap in the middle there. We don't know how many minutes Kevin Durant's going to play. It's I, I. This is the time of the year I would not sleep if I was an NBA head coach. I just wouldn't do it. I just, I just go back. I go back to, I go back to my statement a minute or two ago that they would, they would never live it down if one of those guys tweaked something or got hurt. Yes. in these next two games. But even go back to last year is they got to their sixty third win. They set the franchise record. 
the foot came off the gas a little bit, and it made sense to everybody until the playoffs started. The playoffs started, and they didn't look quite the same. And they never did throughout two series of the playoffs. They played 13 playoff games. They never looked like the same team. Right, but even if you played, even if you played the big four in these three games, they still have to take a week off. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to fall out of rhythm yeah, but one taking, way or the other. Taking two weeks off. It wouldn't be taking two weeks off. It'd be taking ten days off as opposed to seven. Uh, here's some. If they rested them right, if they rested them right now, or like I said, maybe maybe play them tonight and then shut them down for the final two games. Maybe, and that might be the way that Monty Williams handles it. Devin Booker was asked that question. Hey, how do you treat the next ten days? Uh, this was after the the San Antonio game. Really have to see it play out. You know, I know a lot of teams. I know Lakers Clippers play tomorrow. I know that's a big one. Um, Pelicans lost tonight. I don't know if that ruins her. See, I I don't know. It's too hard to keep up with. Um, You know, we're focused on what we have in here, and, you know, we'll move forward, you know, after next game or, you know, see what happens. But but for you individually, like with the team in these 10 days, what do you you focus on the most? Uh, Just staying sharp. You know, the most important basketball of the year is here um, and realizing that. So, you know, I know we in the past watched the playing games together. Um, it just once we realize who our matchup is, just dive into that and you know move forward from there. Let me give you something else though to chew on. You know, I talked about everybody sitting Sunday against the Clippers. Let me give you something to think about here, Vinny. What if the Suns could determine their first round opponent by either losing or winning that game Sunday against the Clippers? Very well could happen. There's there's a wrinkle. Right? How about that wrinkle? uh, And then you're getting into weird tempting of the basketball gods Mm -hmm. territory that I don't know if you want to go down that road. Would would that impact Monty, though? Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know where I'm going with that? Like, if we win this game, we'll play Team X. If we lose this game, we'll play Team Y. But isn't there more possibilities? What do we do? If there was one clear cut team that you'd be like, that's the, you know, that's. Our, our, what was the? But that's our pigeon right there. But that's who we want to play. But they'll but never. That admit- team doesn't exist. Yeah, if it was, if it, if they could pick between the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Thunder, but I, yes, then I, you'd be like, okay, obviously they would probably want to play the Thunder. I think the team does exist, though. I, I think they would rather play both LA teams rather than the Warriors in the first round. So what? What? What if? What if beating? What if? What if? Loop, well, it's just a wrinkle to think about. It could it could be between both LA yeah, teams. Something to think about. Uh, we shall see. Six <laughs> questionable nuggets for tonight. One uh, one player out for tonight. And by the way, in case you, it's a TNT game tonight, but it won't be on TNT here if you're not going to the game. Yes. Uh, they, they've already done their allotment of TNT Phoenix games that can be shown in this market, so you can find it on Valley Sports. Yes, every, everyone's going to be confused and angry yeah. at some point tonight. Yeah, go to ArizonaSports.com and you could see where don't people just have Valleys. I don't understand the angst. Don't you just have Valleys? Mm, you should no. check the. Uh, no. No. Uh, no. They're not on a lot of <laughs> platforms. Really? It's not going so hot, Tim. Yes. Yeah. Okay. YouTube TV. Oh, YouTube TV doesn't have Valley Dish Network. Just, just do it like I do it. Pay for everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pay for <laughs> Just pay for things. Coming up next, it's Thursday. Hard. We've got an edition of Mock My World. It's uh, Bickley and Murata mornings with Tim Ringin for Bick today here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 
Time to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Before we get to another round of Mock My World, we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for today's daily poll question. Vince Morata and Tim Ring in for Dan Bickley today. Hello. Hello. Who, or not who, but rather does it matter who the Suns play in the first round of the playoffs? This is such a poorly worded sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is my brain shutting down? What is this? Does who the Suns draw in the first? I, I noticed that when I read it Does last it matter too. to you who the Suns play in the first I'm, round? I'm past it mattering. It's, you know, let's worry about the Suns. Okay. I say, bring them on! Bring it, baby. There are three options to vote on, just for the sake of our listeners. Yes, a bad matchup could doom the Suns, so it does matter. Uh, it matters a little bit. The matchup does still matter, or no, the Suns are going to be any team they face. I mean, the middle makes the most sense, obviously, yeah. but we're not about making sense on this show. Why start now? <laughs> I mean, it matters, but yeah. as Vinny says, bring them on. Right. Yeah, if, you, if you're that worried about it in the first round, get out of here. Yeah. Maybe you're not a championship team. Ooh. Tim Ray. Come on. And I don't think the Suns are worth as Kevin Durant would say. I'm Kevin Durant. That's right. I'm Kevin freaking Durant. I do I'm Kevin Durant. Chill. Yes, he would say that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who else would say that? Another guy named Kevin Durant. Someone who has $8 on Twitter. I'm, I'm Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. <laughs> All right. The matchup does still matter. It matters a little bit who the Suns play in the first round. That's what 50% of our voters say. 29% say it doesn't matter. They'll beat anyone. 21% say, yes, it really matters. A bad matchup could knock them out. Pretty representative of how I thought that would go. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Oh, it's time for Mock My World. Bick gone. Tim Ring in today. So, pull the curtain back a little bit. We usually go pop culture that's not music when Bick's not here. We did it today with the start of baseball season here. Baseball and boxing are the two sports with the best hmm, movies, I think, right? Oh, yeah. For, for, uh, among the sports. We're going to focus on the baseball aspect of it today. Our category for today, and by the way, who won last week? I didn't even look it up. <laughs> it wasn't me. I think it was me. Yeah. I think it was me. I don't um, even remember what we drafted, though. I apologize for not looking that up. But uh, best characters in baseball movies. Yes, Sarah won, and it was why we love baseball. That's right. Uh, so baseball, two weeks in a row. Here we go. Fictional only. Fictional characters in baseball movies is the topic. And with uh, Ringer in the mix today, we got a new, we we need a new draft order, Jarrett. Okay. All right. The draft order is this is from Random.org. Mm-hmm. Tim Ring with the first pick. Ooh. Oh. Sarah Cazell with the second pick, right. Vince Morata with the third pick, and myself with the fourth pick. I thought you were leaving yourself out there, Jared, with your inflection. But all right, there we go. That's a lot of pressure with the first pick. There's a lot to choose from. Best fictional baseball movie characters. All right. I'm on the clock. You're on, on the, the clock. clock. God, I put a lot of thought into this, but I got. I got. Should be the easiest one. Take the. I know. Go. I know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Mm. Not where I would have gone. Mm. Okay, but I mean, he's a top a solid five pick. character in that movie. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. There's a lot of characters to choose from in that Great, movie. Greatest, greatest scene it's, ever in the movie. Come it, on. It is hilarious if you watch one and then you watch two. You notice in the year, like in the first one, Corbin Burnson and Tom uh, Berenger were the stars. Yeah. They were the big stars of the time. Yeah. In the second one, you could tell Wesley Snipes became a star in the interim. He wasn't even in the movie. And Charlie Sheen became a star because the second movie was all about him. Yeah, basically. Where he was just a side character in the first movie. All right. All right. That's the breakdown of me. It was. Thank you so much. felt like I was listening to the rewatchables. No, I love it, though. I love Sarah. Yes. All right. Uh, This is not my strong suit. Baseball movies, I'm I'm extremely limited. You should change that. I know I should. I just don't take a lot of time to watch movies. I know. Period. Uh, I am going to go with what I know. I'm going to take Ham Porter from Sandlot. It's a great pick. The great Hambino. Yes. Easily the best character in that movie. But Hamilton Porter is off the board. Ooh, it's up to me now. (gasps) I got a lot to choose from. I'm going to go with my first pick. The manager of the Rockford Peaches, Jimmy Dugan. Played by Tom Hanks. Can't believe that's where exactly what I was going to pick. Really? Yep. You get uh, two now, Jared. I know, I know. Well, I'm going to go back to Major League, and I'm picking the guy who hits like Mays and runs like Hayes, Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> to me, you may was, hit like Mays, but you <laughs> you may run like Mays, but, but you, you hit like Mays. Like <laughs> Dorn. Um, I'm too old to be diving into lockers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go... Hmm. I'm going to go with Roy Hobbs in The Natural. Ooh. My favorite baseball movie. Roy Hobbs off the board. That's where I thought you were going to go. No. That's why I thought I was going to get Tom very, Hanks there. Very outstanding pick. I am going to go... It's not oh, your turn. Hold on. Oh, Oh, I thought we've... Oh, we got, it's a snake draft. Snake, snake draft. draft. Okay. Snake draft. Snake draft. I'm just, on, a, I'm just a fill-in. <laughs> You're not new here. Yeah, yeah I've just, done this several times. Okay. Uh, my second pick, I'm going back to the, the major league well, but I'm going up to the broadcast bo- booth for uh, Harry Doyle, played by Bob Uecker. Oh, excellent. Even though he kind of played himself there, but yeah. He's fictional. Uh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, back to you. All right. I am going to go to a league of their own. I'm going to take the fierce Dottie Henson. Dottie Henson. Great character. Great job playing the character by Gina Davis. Great cheekbones as well. Love an outstanding movie. One of the best baseball movies ever made. My favorite. Tim, that's your favorite baseball yeah. movie? Wow. Did, any, did anyone watch the show? I didn't, I didn't watch it. Not yet, I but it. I really want to. I love Abby Jacobson. Tim, you have two picks now. So that's oh. how the snake style draft works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am going to go with the great Kelly Leak. Ooh. Right? Right? Some bad news bears. The great Kelly Leak. And then I will go with Benny the Jet Rodriguez. You would pick a Dodger. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Going Sandlot. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Sarah, back to you for your third round pick. Yes. As I noted, extremely limited in baseball movies. I'm going back to Sandlot, as I did my first pick, and I'm going to take the apple of every boy's eye, Wendy Peppercorn. Ooh. That does fit the criteria. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Character, character in a baseball movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. An iconic baseball movie character. Yeah, she, she's going to pick the dog next. Had it. <laughs> 
I might have to. <laughs> My list is currently empty. All right. Uh, where am I going to go? I can't believe this guy is still on the board. You're going to do it again, aren't okay, you? Okay, Steve Kime. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going what? with the best player available. I know. Exactly. Regardless of need. I'm going to go with Crash Davis. I knew you were going. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking exactly the same thing. I can't believe this guy is still on the board. In fact, I was going to ask, did I miss the pick? Because I thought he would have been higher. Jared, you got two picks to complete your team. Uh, All right. Well, I'm going to go with two, two guys from comedy baseball movies. And... Two of my favorite characters. This guy, first of all, because he was on this very show, Henry Rowan Gardner, the rookie of the year. Henry Rowan Gardner. And a little outside of the box pick here. But Montgomery Brewster from Brewster's Millions. (laughs) (laughs) Brewster's Millions? Played by the great Richard Richard Pryor. Pryor, yes. I didn't even think of that movie. I've seen it a hundred times, but I didn't even think of it. Again, I got to say it with my last pick. Can't believe this guy's on the board. Everybody's favorite coach of the Bad News Bears, Morris Buttermaker. Oh, Buttermaker is, is a, a good, good one. Pick, yep. Good pick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not bring race into this amad. We got enough problems as Am-ad. it is. <laughs> He's got a six-pack of beer. <laughs> All times uh, in the dugout. Sarah, are you going with best the fictional be- movie? You going with the beast in a baseball movie? Come on, Charlie. Is that really the only one? Googling over here. Come on. What? Come on, what? You, you, can you go never do a league of their own. You were of age of, of a certain age when, like, all those yeah angels in the outfield and a league of their How own. How many times do I have to say I just don't watch a lot of movies? When you were a kid, you didn't watch movies. Not a ton. Okay. Not a ton. I will take the she dog was out there, from Sandlot. She was out there winning championships in the, cheer, I know, in I the know. cheerleading world. Uh, the biz, the beast. It was the whole. It was the whole central point of that right. movie, basically. James Earl Jones from Undrafted. I'll, I'll take the Alan's uh, No, if you're going to go with Dennis. three from the same movie, people love that movie, They Sarah. do. You have, you have Dennis Leary from, wasn't he? I do think yes, it's, it's generational, though, isn't it? Yes. Like, it means a lot to the millennials, but not necessarily. Cal Ripken Jr. Wasn't he at the very, didn't he play the adult version of... Anyway, go. No. Okay. You didn't. <laughs> Tim. All right, well, I, I'm down to a couple of choices, but I'm going to... I'm going to go with... There's, oh. Hey, Yankees, take your cruddy trophy and shove it up. <laughs> Tanner Boyle. Tanner Boyle. He's just a cruddy pitcher. Tanner Boyle from uh, Bad News Bears. There's some other good ones left on the board. Oh, yeah. Pedro Serrano. Serrano's on the board. Nuke Lelouch. <laughs> Amanda Wollitzer's on the Cal board. I confused Jr. with Arliss Howard, unfortunately. <laughs> My mistake. Classic. And Billy Chappell's on, Billy Chappell's on the board. I wasn't a big fan of that movie. No. Did you say Pedro Serrano? Pedro Serrano, yeah. Haywood. Pop Fisher. I would Wilford Brimley from The Natural. Pop Fisher's Jonah on the board. Jonah Hill from Moneyball, but Dreams. obviously that's not fictional. He... 
He wasn't totally real. Ray yeah. Kinsella? Peter Brandt. The Jonah Hill character. Yeah, the Jonah Hill character was made up. It was an amalgamation no. of characters. Yes, it was. Yeah. All right, Tim's got uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn, Kelly Leak, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and Tanner Boyle. Strong team. Sarah went very heavy on the Sandlot. Ham Porter, Dottie Hinson, Wendy Peppercorn, and the Beast. I went with Jimmy Dugan, Harry Doyle, Crash Davis, and Morris Buttermaker. Jarrett's got Willie Mays, Hayes, Roy Hobbs, Henry Rowan Gartner, and Montgomery Brewster. I like my chances. <laughs> yeah, you're looking good. <laughs> we'll get this up on Twitter. You determine the winner. It's Mock My World at uh, Bickley underscore Murata. Some final thoughts on this. Thursday, straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings with Tim Ring in for Bick on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. care who knows it. And I just figured this out. The music of ha- Herb Alpert and oh, the yeah. Tijuana Brass makes me happy. Absolutely. How could you not be happy listening to this? You know what the name of this song is? Match Game 1979? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the name of this song, Tim Ring, is Plucky! Plucky! Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it really? It is. I love it! I had no idea it existed. How can you be in a bad mood listening to this? Yeah. Listen to imagine? Spanish Flea in that. Uh, Try to make I, an I, angry I, Spanish totally Flea. match game 79. Let's, let's meet today's no, contestant. Spanish Flea was actually used uh, in the dating game. It was the dating game music. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. I want... I'm just putting this out there into the universe. I want Spanish Flea by Herb Alpert to be the music that plays when I'm introducing the starting lineup oh. of the opposition for this <laughs> funeral, I thought you were saying. Yeah. That's what I want. That's good. Plucky! Today's song of the day by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. All right. Going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, we're going to get to something pretty big, uh, and it'll be a focus on tomorrow's show, too, in just a second. But there's a couple things I wanted to point out real quick. One of them in, in the NBA. We saw history last night. Did you see this fact? Last night, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, and Quentin Grimes of the Knicks became the first trio of teammates ever to all have 30 or more points and five or more three-pointers in a game. That's the first time it's ever happened. Their distinction as the only trio to do it lasted maybe an hour and a half. Because Herb Jones, C.J. McCollum, and Trey Murphy of the Pelicans did the exact same thing on the same night. How weird is that? Get out. No, it's only twice and happened on the same night. Never happened ever in the history of the league. Not only that, but those players... Obi Toppin hitting five threes. Herb Jones scoring 35 points. Weird, weird. That is very weird. weird. Wacky saw, stuff. Did you mention the, the first time ever thing that happened in baseball last night with Shohei Otani? <laughs> Shohei Otani became the first player. And maybe get pr- a, might be the only player it's, it's ever. A, it might, might be. Well, not true. If, the H is now. Yeah, but you might get those guys pitching at the end of uh, at, at games that are blowouts. But Shohei Otani got a pitch clock violation as a pitcher and a hitter. I'm telling you, the guy's a unicorn. Amazing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Babe Ruth never did that. Um, Steve Keim, the former general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, is making the rounds. 
He sat down for an hour-long podcast, the Greenlight Podcast with former uh, NFL player Chris Long. Haven't heard any of it. But we've got people on the case right yes. now, editing furiously as we yes, speak. They're going through it right now. Not, the first part of it, not that juicy, sort of talking about the draft and stuff. But I, I did want to play just one thing. This is Steve Kime. He was asked about, are, is, sort of, is, it, is it unfair the way Kyler Murray is being sort of picked apart and treated and not being focused, not being a leader, the off-the-field stuff? And this, this is about a minute-long answer. I just want to okay. play it. Just... You know, I think he he still needs to grow, and yeah. and it's not a again, it's not slanted towards his, his character. He he he's not a bad guy. He's yeah. a really good kid, has a good smile, and has a nice way about him. Um, I think it's like anything. Guys have to continue to learn what it's going to take to be great. You know, does does he know what Peyton Manning and Tom Brady know knows what it takes to be great? No. Um, does he work? He does work. Um, I think it's just that side of the uh, the game, the 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 film study, the attention to detail part that he can continue to improve upon, and I think he will. Because um, Carlos a proud guy, man. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to lose, and he doesn't want to um, let people down. So, you know, I think his best ball is ahead of him. I think they need to be creative and do the right things with him offensively. But you know, I think that the best ball is ahead of him, and I think he'll get it right. But like I said, it's just to me in that area of watching film, studying the game, attention to detail. Uh, I think that's the area where he can vastly improve. Nothing we haven't heard from others. I mean, Kelvin Beecham made national headlines by saying something very similar to what Steve Kime said. I, I, I take I take what Steve Kime said there with great interest. I mean, I, I, I you know I always listen carefully to what these guys say, and I think Steve Kime is basically saying the same thing Kelvin Beecham did. He needs to grow up, and he needs to get better about watching film. And he's not where Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are. He doesn't no. know. It doesn't know what those guys know. You know how many other guys have reached that level? Not many. But when he, but again though, when he, when he says he needs to improve watching film, again what I hear is he's not. He doesn't do that well enough right now. I mean, that's what I hear. Yeah, I was hoping. I I, I, I hear. I hear. Here's what I hear. I hear that that is still an issue. That's what I hear. Which again, this whole circular discussion on it is. It's still mind-boggling to me. If you had that many questions, and that was a thing last offseason, and as an organization, you've got these questions about your quarterback, why in the world are you rewarding him with a contract that size of that well, length? Because they made a mistake. They got bullied by the agent. Like Put it this way. Joe Burrow's a young quarterback. Do you think the GM in Cincinnati would be on a podcast or the radio saying he needs to improve on watching film and paying attention well, I mean, to the details? this is the ex-GM now. Okay, but he didn't not, say not the well. point. But yeah. no. Still. No. Yeah. No. Okay. And is there going to be any question when Cincinnati it, Cincinnati has to write a check? I don't think there right. should be. They wouldn't be saying that about Justin Herbert. Wouldn't be saying that about... Jared thinks they should be asking those uh, questions uh, about Josh Justin. Allen. I mean... And I'm kind of with Jared. Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert gets elevated to a status of quarterback that he just doesn't... Nah, he's coming yet. over to my side. It's the flow. It is impressive, yeah. Dog <laughs> got it. Can you imagine if Joe Burrow had Justin Herbert's hair? He'd be the Invincible. most unstoppable force in the history of professional football. We'll have a lot more, I'm sure, from the Steve Kime, Chris Long podcast uh, on tomorrow's show. And Tim, you've earned an invite for tomorrow, too. What are you doing? It's like Sarah Cazell Music Day tomorrow. Sarah Cazell Music Day. Actually doing that? Thanks to Derek Hall. We'll, we'll catch you tomorrow. Wolf and Luke are up next.